0: I think that you know most people have analytically come to this conclusion for quite some time, including many in the CIA. I think what is more important is the fact that the CIA wanted this to be public, and that presumably has two reasons. One is institutional. The CIA needs to be seen to be uh, making an independent judgment, and that has become all the more important as you have a U.S. Congress that is uh, moving towards sanctioning. Saudi Arabia.
1: What kind of implications could this uh, CIA investigation have um, on U.S.-Saudi relations?
0: Well, I think it's going it's to depend. What it does is it makes it increasingly difficult to shield uh, Mohammed bin Salman, the Saudi crown prince, from this whole investigation and from consequences on it. Obviously, if uh, the United States were to move towards sanctioning of the crown prince and not just uh, a number of Saudi officials, that would have serious implications because Saudi Arabia would have to respond to that.
1: Well, yes, of course, we've seen um, sanctions targeting what, 17 people implicated. What factors could lead to more people being implicated in this assassination and possibly leading to more sanctions?
0: I suspect that at the end of the day, there is no smoking gun that incontrovertibly would, would implicate the Crown Prince. However... I do think that the circumstantial evidence, as well as the analytical knowledge of Saudi Arabia, makes, uh, makes the conclusion that the conference was involved a very reasonable one. And that means that presumably even if President Trump does not want to act, the U.S. Congress will and ultimately could impose that on the president.
1: Why is the evidence being released drip by drip? Is there some kind of a motive behind this?
0: Well, there's no doubt that there's a motive. The question is, what is the Turkish goal? Is the Turkish goal to basically significantly weaken uh, Saudi Arabia and undermine its credibility, and in doing so, strengthen Turkey's regional position, as well as its negotiating position vis-a-vis Saudi Arabia and, and possibly the United States, or does Turkey really want to ultimately unseat the crown prince?
1: Now, of course, we've just seen the U.S. midterms uh, propelling the Democrats to a win in the House of Representatives. Do you think we could expect something new now, some kind of a new approach from the U.S. regarding Saudi Arabia? I'm not sure. I think that,
0: uh, not because I think that it's going to become better or worse, but because I think that on both sides of the aisle in the U.S. Congress, so with other words, Republicans and Democrats, anti-Saudi sentiment was building already prior to the killing of Jamal Khashoggi, primarily because of the Yemen war. What the Khashoggi killing has has done is really gel this sentiment, make it much more widespread within Congress, again, across both aisles.
1: Would it be too premature to say that perhaps the U.S. and Saudi Arabia are somewhat drifting apart?
0: They've been drifting apart for some time. I mean, Mm. that's not new. They were drifting apart already under President Obama. The uh, Saudis felt that Obama was not committed to them. He was not committed to the Middle East, that he was pivoting towards Asia. The Saudis were extremely upset by the fact that Obama wanted an agreement with Iran that would help Iran return to the international fold. Now, Trump to some degree has redressed that with his stark policy towards Iran. But on the other hand, Trump has not turned out to be a reliable partner. The um, granting of waivers to a number of countries uh, uh, with regard to uh, oil purchases from Iran under the Iran sanctions is something that the Saudis are really upset about, not only because they have been initially asked to step up production to uh, account for reduced uranium production, but they were never told in advance that the waivers were going to be granted.